Russell Westbrook is washed. I don't know if you guys knew that, but I just wanted to make sure I told you guys that. Update, Russell Westbrook's washed. He's trash. He's done. He need to be in the G League. He need to be in Europe. That's what they say. So when he scores 23 points and pulls down 14 rebounds and dishes out 15 assists and goes 8 of 11 from the field for 73% and goes 3 of 3 from 3 for 100% and 4 of 4 from the free throw line for 100%. So he has a true shooting of 90.1%. It's because he's trash. He belongs out of the league. He's a terrible basketball player. That's what it means. Idiots. Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, JD Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it. Guys, Russell Westbrook played very efficient last night, but I want to get to something else first. Welcome back, Bradley Bill and Rui Hachimura. That obviously helps the Wizards out so, so much. They didn't just not have Bradley Beal or Rui. They've been playing without both of them. Something I think that got forgotten during this losing streak at points. Um, Now, Rui, Hachimura, and Bradley Beal were part of the losing streak when it first started. But it definitely hurts when they're not playing. Welcome back, Rui. Welcome back. Bradley Bill, and a few games ago, welcome back, Davis Bertans. That helps a lot, not to mention, I did mention that Ish Smith has now returned to the lineup. Um, some people are not too thrilled about that. I'm one because I don't like that three-guard lineup. But nonetheless, you got players back that actually belong on the NBA basketball court. And Rui and Bradley Bill definitely belong on an NBA basketball court. So I wanted to get there first. Bradley Bill, he had an efficient night. He was grimacing at times. As if he was a little bit hurt uh, still. It's a little bit more than a hip contusion. He's got some nerve problems going on in that hip. It's causing him a lot of pain. So that's where the grimacing was coming from. Uh, but when the Washington Wizards defeated the Orlando Magic 131 to 116, they took care of business. Um, it got a little dicey there at the end of the third, beginning of the fourth. But the, the Wizards will go ahead and took care of business uh, and closed them out. Uh, but Bradley Bill, he returns. He plays 30 minutes. He's 11 of 19 from the field. He's 4 of 6 from 3. Uh, he had five assists. He had 26 points. Yeah, he just had a very efficient night. He only had two turnovers. He had a steal and a block. Um, so although he's a little bit injured, uh, he's a little bit um, grimacing uh, because of that hip injury, that nerve injury that he has there. Uh, he had an efficient night. Uh, he tried to do a little bit of everything. Uh, he only had one rebound, but he had the five assists, the block, and the steal. And only two turnovers for 26 points. So he's a plus 18 on a night. I don't really like single game plus minus, but it's just to show that he came onto the court and he had a positive, positive uh, effect on the game. And I, I think that's great because uh, he basically wasn't doing anything for a week or uh, a week, a week, week and a half. Uh, then, like I said, welcome back, Rui. Oh, he also played 30 minutes. He didn't have as efficient as a night. He was three or nine from the field or three from three. Uh, three or four from the free throw line, but uh, he had seven rebounds, two assists, three steals, uh, only two turnovers. He had nine points. So these guys being back helps a lot, a ton. The attention that they bring on the offensive side of the ball matters. I don't know if you guys, if you haven't, Russell Russell gets a chip at Always and Forever Art on Twitter. I've released a video. It's only about, a, I think, about a minute 40 long on there go find it I have it pinned to my profile on twitter 
that just shows how they were not guarding some of these players without Bradley Beal and Rui Hachimura on the floor late in the game. Um, having them out there matters. It matters. Because Rui around that free throw line area extended is deadly. Beal is deadly all over the floor. So having those guys back definitely helps. I'm happy to have them back. Look, is this a great team all of a sudden? No. But there's a precipitous drop-off after Bill Westbrook and Rui on this squad. All right. Uh, and I also want to get to Denny. Denny Avdia, the rookie. Now, all reports say that, you know, Russell Westbrook has just been all over Denny Avdia and Rui Hachimura all season long. And it came up again last night after the Orlando Magic game that Russell Westbrook is just screaming at Denny to shoot and shoot with confidence all over the rookie. Now, we've seen it in Rui Hachimura. When Bradley Bill went down, Russ is barking and teaching Rui, and Rui became just an efficient and deadly scorer in, the, in, in Bill's absence. I am not saying this team or Rui is better without Bill. I'm saying he had the opportunity because Bill was out to get more shots, and we saw just how great he could be if someone was pushing him to just be better, to be deadly, to be an assassin, to attack. And now we hear it with Denny Avdia. And Denny plays 30 minutes, goes 6 of 10 from the field, 4 of 7 from the three-point line. He was shooting it with comp. That was one of the most important. He was passing up shots before because he didn't want to shoot them. He didn't want to miss. He was so worried about missing He just was passing them up, or if he did shoot them, it seemed like he didn't really want to shoot them. Most important, he was shooting these with confidence. So like I said, he had 16 points, 6 of 10 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, no turnovers. He had only 2 personal fouls. Denny Avdia has a fouling issue at times. He didn't do that versus the Orlando Magic. Now, let's go. Let me back up and say this is the Orlando Magic. So, for everything that I said on this podcast so far and everything after, it was versus the Orlando Magic. This is an NBA team, but does not act like the Orlando Magic is the cream of the crop. But I'm talking about they beat the team, but I'm talking about the things that I saw that are good. Getting back Bill and Rui matters. Bill being efficient on his way back matters. Rui's attraction he gives matters on the offensive end of the ball. Denny's shooting with confidence matters. As they go watch the video on Twitter that I made, they just weren't guarding Denny. They were letting him have any jump shot he wanted. They were willing to bet on that. And he didn't want to take them. And when he did, he didn't look confident taking them. Alex Lynn played 16 minutes. Uh, he was not great. He got two points. He wasn't great on the night. Um, now, Davis Bertans, 6 of 11 from the three-point line. He shot 11 shots and all of them in three-pointers. I want to see that more often. I want that many threes for Davis Bertans. 4-4 four four from the free-throw line. One rebound, one assist, one steal. He got 22 points. Yeah, he was on fire. The Latvian laser was on fire. Garrison Matthews played 15 minutes. He had one shot. He hit his. Uh, you know, Garrison Matthews, his stuff doesn't always show up on stat sheet. But when Matthews and Bertons are hitting their threes, this team is different. They can score 131 points. Easy. Because Beal and Westbrook are going to get you points. 
Bill and Westbrook didn't even shoot the ball a, a high volume amount in this particular game, and they still scored 49 points together. Not to mention they had 20 assists between the two of each other. They combined for 49 points and 20 assists without breaking a sweat. So you're going to score. But when Davis Bertans and Garrison Matthews and Denny Abdi are hitting their threes, all of a sudden you look up and watch them. We're just having 130 points and you're wondering what the hell happened. Now, outside of the starting lineup in Matthews, uh, Lopez was not 11 from the field. As he always is, you know, the hook shot king, two assists, uh, 19 points. Uh, for the most part, that was the night. Look, <laughs> the Washington Wizards aren't, aren't, are not going to shoot 19 of 36 from three for 52% every night. It was nice to see them go in. That's why I said what was important for Denny was that he shot them with confidence. Guys, if you don't shoot with confidence, it's not going in. You might, you might as well just... Go ahead and accept the fact that this is a brick. So him shooting it with confidence matters. Burton shooting it with confidence matters. Matthew shooting it with confidence matters. If those three are hitting their threes, especially Matthews and Burton, because that is what they're out there to do, this team is different on offense. Still can be better on defense. But they're special on offense when they're hitting those shots. But guys, let's get to what this podcast is all about. Mr. Triple Double King, the West Wolf, the point guard himself, Russell Westbrook. Guys, we continue to hear every single night Russell Westbrook doesn't have one of the most efficient nights on the planet. If he has an inefficient night, has too many turnovers, we hear it. Every single night. Russell Westbrook is washed. Russell Westbrook shouldn't have been in the league. Russell Westbrook, stupid, terrible basketball IQ. He just doesn't know how to do anything. Turns the ball over too much. He needs to be out of the league. He needs to be overseas. Russell Westbrook wouldn't even be great overseas. All those things. Every time he has an inefficient night, we hear the same thing over and over again. Westbrook fans were used to it. It's been happening for 12 years. But guys, last night, nothing but crickets. When we hear nothing but crickets, it's just such a beautiful sound. Such a beautiful sound. Because they can't say anything. Because he scored 23 points on 8 of 11 shooting. Which is 73%. 3 of 3 from the 3-point line for 100%. Russell Westbrook can't shoot. Guys, since the All-Star break, Russell Westbrook is shooting 35% from (laughs) 3. He's shooting 35% from 3 since the All-Star break. Oh, so you mean tell me it's hard to shoot when you're shooting on one leg? Who would have thought? 4-4 from the free throw line, 100%. 14 rebounds, pulled down. 15 assists. Guys, the closest person to Russell Westbrook's rebound was Rui Hachimura. He had seven. The closest person to his assist was Ish Smith. He had seven. Russell Westbrook had 15. It's so funny. To hear people talk so poorly about Russell Westbrook. 
when Russell Westbrook is literally asked to do everything. That was always my argument with Harden as well. Okay. I believe that Russell Westbrook should have won the MVP in 2017. It's 2017. However, I'm just one of those people that thinks that both Westbrook and Harden deserved it. See, there's this weird thing where everyone's like it's one or the other. Either one deserved the other one did not. Or vice versa. I'm not that. I think they both were deserving, but I think the right the right player won MVP, which was Russell Westbrook. And my argument for both of them was they have to literally do everything. Look, I don't when I hear they're having to ask this X player to do too much because he's putting up 35 points a night. No offense, that's one thing. <laughs> like that's just, like no that is one thing. Scoring is one part of basketball. But James Harden and Russell Westbrook over the years now have been asked to average 25 plus and average a high amount of rebounds and lead the team in assist. And not to mention both Harden and Westbrook are both usually top 10, top 15 thieves in the league. That is a person who has to do everything. That is extremely hard. I don't know if people don't realize it. Have you ever tried to go out there and average and get one triple double with 16 points? Let's just say 16. To get 16, 10, and 10, it's so freaking hard. Try doing 35, 20, and 14. Try doing a 57-point triple-double, a 50-point triple-double. Russell Westbrook has done all of those. A 40-point triple-double, a 23-point triple-double with 15 assists and 14 rebounds. That is a person asked to do literally everything. So it's so funny to hear people. He's washed. He's terrible. He shouldn't be in the NBA. Name me someone else who can do what Russell Westbrook does on a night in and night out basis. He's not doing 10 point triple doubles. This is one of his lowest scoring triple doubles in his career. 23 points. Come on, guys. We know he can he can score 30 point triple doubles, 40 point triple doubles, 50 point triple doubles. But Russell Westbrook came to the Wizards knowing I've got to score, rebound, assist, and steal. And he's doing all four. Now, let me back up because I realized what I just said. I'm not saying elite scorers don't have a tough job to do. They do. When you have to carry the scoring load, yes. That is a lot. You get the double teams. You get the defenses geared towards you. So I'm not saying I'm saying, but that's not asking them to do everything or to do too much. That's asking them to be elite at the one thing they are elite at. And obviously the defense is going to make it hard for them. But scoring is one part of basketball, guys. That's what makes people like Russell Westbrook and James Harden so elite. Which why I don't understand why they can't stand each other. Well, I take that back. I think Thunder fans just 
I think Thunder fans just can't stand Rockets fans and vice versa. But that is why. I don't understand why Westbrook fans and Harden fans don't like each other. Who can do what it is that they do? And and score as many points while they're doing it. I mean, think I just they score so many points while they're doing that. While they're doing everything they need to do for the team in order for the team to be competitive. Because here's the truth. If Russell Westbrook doesn't do what he does, what are the Wizards? I mean, we're 18 and 32 now. What are we if Russell Westbrook doesn't come out and score 23, dish out 15 assists, and get 14 rebounds? What? Think about how much better the Nets look when they got James Harden. Think about it. When we played the Nets without James Harden, we was kicking their ass. Well, they were both close games, but we was beating them. What happened when they got James Harden? See what I'm saying? Russell Westbrook and James Harden, they're special. They are special. Russell Westbrook does this on a night-in, night-out basis. I don't, for the life of me, understand why people hate Russell Westbrook, the player. He is asked to do way too many things. And because it's because he can do it. Because he can do it. Not a problem. Not a problem. How many players can do that? Let's put this in perspective. Since the All-Star break, Russell Westbrook is averaging 24 points a game, 12 rebounds a game, and 12 assists per game on 35% three-point shooting and 45% from the field. Those are his numbers since... He basically said, I am no longer walking around trying to play on one leg. Y'all telling me that's a player that's washed? 25, 12, and 12. You're trying to tell me that's a player that's washed. And oh, by the way, he is averaging 25 points as the second option on the team. Not the first. The first is Bradley Beal. Clearly. Not a wash player to me, guys. I, that does not sound like that to me. Russell Westbrook is still elite. If you don't like it, fair enough. But it doesn't make it any less true. I appreciate you guys for listening. This is where I break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. Please, please, please hit that subscribe button. 
You can find me on all the major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and much, much more. So please hit that subscribe button so you can get notifications for each of my post-game pods. If you like video analysis, watching videos on Washington Wizards or Russell Westbrook and seeing how their defensive work, defense works, he highlights and things like that. Please follow my YouTube channel, J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I really appreciate it. And make sure you hit that subscribe button there too. But guys, thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, JD Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at always and forever art, and on YouTube at J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. And as always, until next time, peace.